Welcome to the podcast, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacy leaders, entrepreneurs, and members of the Platform Alliance Group. We cover the key challenges, opportunities, and practical solutions for pharmacy leaders. The pharmacy industry is a dynamic and vital part of the healthcare industry, impacting the lives of millions of Australians. But we know that success in this ever-evolving landscape requires more than just a prescription for medication. It calls for a unique blend of knowledge, adaptability, and a vision for the future. I'm your host, Melody Mugari, and together we will embark on a journey of empowerment, motivation, and growth. My guest today is proudly brought to you by the Platform Alliance Group, Australia's fastest-growing community pharmacy group. In today's podcast, we'll be introducing you to Chemist Discount Center. Chemist Discount Center is a growing discount franchise brand with a point of difference. They're big on automation and technology, which supports the pharmacy teams in delivering big savings without compromising on service and advice to their local community. Today on the podcast, we've got Felicia Rambali. Now, Felicia, I've done a bit of background digging, if you don't mind. And according to the sources I've got, it says that you're currently the head of Chemist Discount Center within the PAG Platform Alliance Group. And you're also, at one point or another, was working for Platform Alliance as the general manager brand operations. Do I have that correct? Yes. So from there, though, to become where you are as the head of Chemist Discount Center, could you just talk me through how you started from being a pharmacist to working in a hospital, if I've got that right, you were an outpatient pharmacist as well. And then now you're actually a brand champion for a whole brand. How did that come about? Yeah, well, well, uh, long story, Melody, but basically it all started off, you know, when you're in high school, you go to open days and you get inspired. You look at all these different, I guess, university uh, departments. And then I tagged along with one of my friends to uh, Monash Parkville. So it was back in the day, it was called Victorian College of Pharmacy. It was the only, uh, I guess, pharmacy school or pharmacy department that we have in Victoria, in Melbourne. And um, I guess I was just really curious about it, you know, and I really wanted to become a pharmacist. So um, there we are, you know, uh, I applied, got in. It was my first choice. Didn't think about anything else. I really, really wanted to do pharmacy. It was something completely different um, than what I had, I guess, imagined. Um, yeah. Because I think, uh, you know, being a daughter of a businessman, people That's expected me to do... That's what I was about to, to say. <laughs> you actually, yeah. there's no pharmacists in your family, are there? No, not at all. No. So uh, even my dad thought, are you sure about that? You wanted to do pharmacy. What is that? They didn't even know what, what it was about. But um, I guess I was just so taken, like from the uh, from the open days, it was really intriguing, and I really wanted to become a pharmacist. So here I am. So you did four years at Monash. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep, four correct. years at Monash. But then a birdie little a birdie told me that you actually have an MBA as well. Is that correct? Yeah. So after um, several years in community pharmacy. I sort of realized, I guess, maybe the apple doesn't really fall far from the tree. 
I was uh, I was a little bit more commercial, I guess. I mean, not saying that the um the clinical side of things weren't important, but it was more that I naturally wanted to, I guess, get the pharmacy business up and running really well. Um, and you know, back in the day when mesh checks were first introduced or clinical in- interventions back then, and uh, you know, immunizations in pharmacy, you know, it was just just sort of starting, you know, back in my day, and. I was really onto it. I wanted you know, our team to, to get on board really quickly and really support all this different, you know, um, I guess, opportunities in pharmacy. So I realized myself that I was, I guess, a bit more innovative, um, a bit more commercial. And I thought, okay, I think I could, you know, get somewhere or do something a little bit different. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess, took the plunge. Uh, I did an MBA and um, yeah, and took it from there really. And do you find that the MBA actually helps you with your day-to-day as well? Because you're more in that business sort of side of the pharmacy, not so much on the floor with the patients, but you're actually championing, championing a whole brand. So you find that the MBA sort of kicks in quite a lot? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, I guess a lot of people ask me, they're like, what did you learn from it? Or, you know, what can you take from it that um, you could apply in day-to-day? And it's I guess a little bit hard to to answer, but it's more that it really shaped who you are and how you think. Um, it makes you sort of think open, like open-minded, think outside the box a little bit more because um, as you're doing the MBA, it's all about case study after case study after case study. And so um, it really makes you accustomed to thinking about problem solving, I guess. And that definitely helped in, in my day-to-day. And you're good at that, I must say. Oh, thank you. You're very good at problem solving. It's not easy what you do. And I take my hat off to you every single day, believe me. Because wow, thank you. I know that Platform Alliance Group has got four brands. So there's Catalyst, PAL, which is platform which is Pharmacy Alliance, and then there's Advantage Pharmacy. And you look after Chemist Discount Center, which will, you know, CDC. Now, what makes it so different from all the other brands? What's its sort of coup de gras? What makes it sort of the creme de la creme? Yeah. So I guess with Chemist Discount Center being uh, one of the, I guess, um, discount brands that we've got within uh, PAG or within Platform Alliance Group, it's a fully franchised model, compliant model. And so um, a lot of the different departments, so all our team members from merch, marketing, professional services, they all really have to get together and implement something as a team. And um, I guess working as a team, it is is really fun, of course, but of course, it's also difficult at the same time. And it is really problem solving on a day-to-day basis, because if you've got a great idea, it's not just about, oh, let's go with it, let's put it in into CDC, but it's more about how do we really make it work? How do we systemize it? How do we put it into our automation, for example, because we're highly um, automated. We're, I guess, quite advanced in terms of tech, which is really exciting for pharmacy, but it is different at the same right time. There. So I'm just going to pause you right there. When you say that you're highly automated, we're talking more than just computers, fax machines and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Can yeah, you put so... on that rabbit hole for just a moment with me? Yeah, yeah, of course. So... With Chemist's Count Center, we have full automation in terms of our inventory management. So we use a system called Byte Right. 
So it's essentially all your orders are automated, all your ethical orders, which is your dispensary, your final shop, middle of shop, S3s, everything is automated. It's linked to your planogram as well. And so all of our stores have their own planograms, um, they have their own naming of planograms, and it's all linked into ByteRight, which means um, if we wanted to introduce a new range or if we want to delete a range, um, we have new items, et cetera, it's all connected in our system. And that's why you've got to think outside the box a little bit. You can't just, oh, I just want to introduce a new range. You really got to link up all the systems, replanogram everything. Um, and our automation will only order on forecast, uh, which means that it will never over order as well. And so, you know, stores are really maintained quite well uh, in terms of ordering. It's never too little, never too much, which is fantastic. And um, their invoices are automated as well. So, you know, it takes a lot of the admin work out of the day-to-day pharmacists and retail managers. So, yeah, very exciting for our stores. And, you know, it's just a matter of time where we can take it next. So before I cut you off, you were talking about how CDC is sort of a high-tiered sort of discount model. What makes it that sort of high-tier discount model? I mean, there's many a discount pharmacies out there, and there's many a models of pharmacies out there, but you were talking about how this was slightly different from what's out there on the market. What makes it that different? Yep. So we've actually launched our uh, tagline recently, which is uh, expert advice with lower prices. And, you know, although it seems quite obvious, you know, we are still a pharmacy, we still want to provide great service. Um, but really, um, we kind of embody that uh, tagline or that saying on our day-to-day because it was really inspired by, by our members themselves. And every time we go to a store and go, hey, why did you want to become a CDC? You know, you've converted from whatever it was to a CDC and why CDC? And they say, oh, well, it needs it. You know, our demographic needs it. A discount model is really needed. Uh, and they say they're proud to be able to support really good discounts, really good product range for the community. But at the same time, they're saying, but we're so proud to provide the service. You know, we don't want to be just like any other pharmacies out there. We want to be the best. We want to know our our, uh, customers. We want to know our patients. We want to see them, you know, month to month and, you know, still provide that clinic service, you know, immunizations, medicinal cannabis, compounding, anything that's required for the community. And so, you know, we really took that on board and um, made it into our official tagline recently. Well, congratulations, Fel. So I'm going to sum it up and make sure that I've understood. So Chemist Discount Center still provides those low prices, but you still have that um, professional service that you would find in any other pharmacy that is focused just purely on professional services. But then what makes the model even better is that some of the guesswork on the day-to-day running is taken out of it because you try to automate as much as you can within the pharmacy, leaving the pharmacist with more time to talk to the patients? Yeah, absolutely. That's right. And that's really something that um, we're really proud of. And it's something that we want to keep continuing and developing. I mean, automation and technology, it's where it's going. So are you all over Australia at the present moment? Yes, um, except for a couple of states, but um, we're definitely growing and we're going what pretty What states well. are those, fella? I'm going to ask you. I'm going to put you on the spot and I'm going <laughs> to say what states are those because maybe some one of our listeners, one of our <laughs> viewers might be like, maybe I'm in that state. 
<laughs> what states yep. will go? Well, we haven't got a presence in Tassie or South Australia or Northern Territory yet. So, so yeah. that is our target, is it? Absolutely. <laughs> we'll welcome the first store anytime. Okay. So who will be the first store in Tasmania, South Australia and Northern Territory? And the Northern Territory. Nice. Yeah. And if memory serves correctly, I thought I saw somewhere in amongst all the meetings that we've been having, including our, you know, summits, that you're looking to actually put a nomination for Pharmacy of the Year, Guild Pharmacy of the Year. Yeah, yeah, That's for sure. That's a lot of Yeah, definitely. Dis- well, discount models don't do that. That's right. That's right. So um, it's probably a little bit maybe out of the box or something a bit different. You know, as a discounter, um, all of our stores are really proud, as I said, you know, to provide that great service and that comprehensive professional services in clinics. And um, that's why we've got a few stores that are interested and, you know, we're getting the community on board to nominate them or getting their peers to nominate them. Um, and so we're really looking forward for um, a nomination through Pharmacy of the Year for next year. Well, I wish you all the best in that. I really Karen? do. We're seeing some, I mean, you know that PAG has a number of past winners um, so, yeah. from the different brands that we've got. And it would be wonderful if you also had a winner within the CDC brand. That would be absolutely Absolutely. amazing. Yeah. Now I'm going to go backwards if I can to talk about the problem solving skills you learned as well as the problem solving skills you apply every single day. Now being a discount model, 60 days would have to affect you quite a lot. You would probably feel the pinch more than any other sort of model out there and on the market. Now, when you heard about 60 days or double dispense, did you collapse? Did you faint? Or what tell me the panic you went through? <laughs> and yeah. do you have a plan? Do you have a plan? Let's hear. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, just like every other pharmacist out there, um, yes, the initial reaction is you sort of collapse. <laughs> but um, I guess the, this is where um, the training sort of comes in because um, it doesn't take me long to, I guess, digest the information. It's more about what's next. You know, you've got to just find the solution. And that's where you kind of have to think outside the box a little bit, rack your brains and, you know, talk to your peers and go, guys, what can we do? Because, you know, whether or not it's really going to happen or how to what extent it's going to happen, it's probably going to happen anyway, regardless. And so you just got to be prepared. And I guess that's where our mindset was, you know, um, alongside with my colleagues, we just thought, you know what, if it happens, at least we're prepared, we've got a solution. If it doesn't happen to the extent that it does, at least we've got something and maybe we'll be ahead, you know, if we've got a, a brilliant solution. And so um, that's why we, um, I guess, got together and as part of the Bigger Platform Alliance group, um, we thought about three steps that we can um, counter or combat the 60-day strategy. And one is through a calculator on things that you can win um, quickly. So I guess your your little quick wins. So we've devised a um, a 60-day calculator. And the next one is we've got an opportunity analysis so that's um, looking into more your services and your programs that you can implement in pharmacy. Um, and lastly, it's more about your business and your operations. So through our um, 
combat plan in, in those three steps. So we thought, yep, we've got our, our stores covered. We went out there um, as a whole team. We did webinars, road shows, and really just reassured um, all of our pharmacies that, you know, we've got you covered basically. Um, and yeah, and like, as you say, Melody, for a, a discounter, especially for a big box discounter as well, it will hit quite hard because some of our stores are larger and um, they're a lot busier as well. So of course their their volumes um, are pretty large and therefore the impact is, is definitely more than the average that they've quoted um, in the media. So it's, it's understandable that a lot of our stores, especially the CDCs, um, are quite, you know, panicked by the um, announcement. But then again, you know, it's about what you do next. It's getting that into problem-solving mode and go, we can combat this together. And, you know, regardless of whether it really hits us at full full steam or whether it's just going to come, you know, as we know now in, in three phases. But still, if some stores do it well, it might be ahead. I'm going to put it out there, Fel, because I've got insider knowledge. Um, but you actually won an award for the PAG calculator. I'm going to let everyone know because I don't think you've shown the passion that you actually have for uplifting our members. But I remember hearing the news of 60 Days. I remember attending the Guild webinar. And the very next day, we were at work probably at like 7, 7.30 to meet as leadership and brand champions as to what we're going to do. Because it was announced by the Guild the very next day we met and we were trying to figure out what to do. And I remember that we, as Pan, all the, the whole time we were thinking of solutions because we knew that we couldn't control everything else. And I must say that you took that baton and you ran with it and you worked all night and all weekend. And the pack calculator is somewhat your little baby. And I'm going to say it because you are not going to say it. <laughs> and Everyone needs to know the passion you have for your members and for the members of PAG because you actually provided a practical way of actually measuring as well as forecasting what potential opportunities you could explore. And the rest of the team, it was just easy after that for all of us to just come behind you and support you. Um, in the work that you had already, you had already started it and we just sort of ran the laps with you along the way. And now it's actually open to the whole industry, is it not? So it's not just for PAD members. You can actually access the calculator to just see what areas and avenues you can tap into to see if there's an opportunity for you to claw back what you will lose with the 60-day dispensing being introduced. So I just want to take a moment to just appreciate the passion that you have for the members that are within PAG. And thank you for thinking outside the box. Oh, thank you, Melody. You're too kind. <laughs> thank you for thinking outside the box. Oh, we thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks, Melody. Oh, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> That's my job. That is my job to do best. <laughs> Oh, really? Well, having said that, what 
sort of, do you have anything that sort of keeps you up at night? Do you still, is there anything that sort of worries you and you're working through it at the present moment when you look at what pharmacy landscape is today? Yeah, well, I guess um, it's similar to that 60-day calculator. Um, data is really what, I guess, drives me and also at the same time drives me nuts and keep me up at night. Um, I actually absolutely love data and I think it's important that we make decisions based on data and, you know, projections or your, um, I guess, calculated predictions. Um, and I guess that's how that whole, you know, calculator clawback opportunities, they all kind of just jumbled up and, and came into mind is because um, you've got to start with numbers, you've got to start with something and you work your way through it. Um, and I think as an industry or especially for us at Chemist Discount Center as a brand, we are very data rich um, and we need to make decisions and help our stores or our members make decisions based on data. And so, you know, as as I said before, it does keep me up at, at night because, you know, how do I then, I guess, take that to the next level where we present it to our members in a way that is not only just, you know, here's the dashboard or here's what it looks like, this is how your revenue is or your margin or your category sales, et cetera, but it's really taking it to the next level where you go, what do I do with this data? So if you're, you know, I guess lagging behind compared to your peers or if you're doing some benchmarking, how do you then improve your store? How do you improve your business? How do you, do you get your team on board to, I guess, have that little goals on a weekly basis so that you can see your results come through in the next round of data? And that's the exciting part. And um, I guess that's where we're um, working with our teams from, you know, match marketing, especially with the field team as well, to bring that data all together, present it to our members, and then use it in our day-to-day -day conversation with the members. Nice. I'm going to ask you an oddball question because I'm listening to you talk and you're talking about data. Um, do you miss working in a pharmacy? In a way, yes, actually. Um, and I guess one of the craziest moments uh, in pharmacy and the things that you miss is that interactions, you know, with the customers and the patients. Uh, and... You know, it's, it's quite funny now that I remember it is back in the day, you know, in community pharmacy, um, you built that relationship with, with your patients and, you know, there were many of them that wanted to marry me off to their sons or their grandsons. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting moment in life and it's, you know, always very, um, I guess, you just feel so honored. <laughs> I need to talk to my patients. None of them are married me off. Like, they're bringing me what they bring me um, sausage rolls and stuff, but none of them are offering their sons and their grandsons. <laughs> Not that they want to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I 100% understand where you're coming from when you talk about the relationships you build with the patients. Because if you look at it, we've done four years and then one year just to, as an intern, just to get to where we are today. And you, at the core of it, you need to love the patients. You need to love the community. You need to be invested in better patient outcome or else it's all for nothing. You know, there's no way you can tell me that you did all that for four years and a part of you does not love helping patients out. We all resonate with that one goal and then obviously there's 
the business side of it, which you need to ensure you make viable because that's if the pharmacy thrives, then the community thrives as well. So when you look at communities thriving and also doing sort of programs in CDC, if I may call it that, the chemist discount brand, do you target certain health promotions? Do you do do you do health promotion? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yep. So our uh, professional services and programs and services team uh, build four health promotional activities a year for our brand, and it's outlined in our activity calendar. And it's always really exciting because what they would put up is not just a health promo, just as an, a simple awareness, but it really ties in with promotions and health awareness and marketing and also the merchandising side of things as well, which means there are products and services and health info all together combined into one. And the team does a great job because it's for a year and, you know, it's really targeted towards, um, you know, really um, big sort of uh, community um, like activities. So for example, like mid-year there's Diabetes Awareness Week and we always tie in our health promotions with national um, weeks or national months. And in in the summer period, so like earlier this year in summer, we did a, um, a sun care and hydration health promotion just to make it a bit more relevant as well. And they make it a bit theatrical in store. So they've got like a sundial with the UV dial. Um, they've got health booklets. Um, they've got, you know, gondola ends or end caps full of, you know, hydration and sunscreens that are products. So it, it all really ties in together. And, you know, the, the stores really love their dress up days. And so we, you know, make sure we take photos in stores and they've got like this, you know, there are sun hats and the sunnies and their um, beach umbrellas. And you know, they're really you know, get on board and decorate their store alongside the activities that we have. That's amazing, Fel, because one thing you got to do is make pharmacists fun. It makes it yeah. worthwhile for the team members that are working day in and day out, and as well as the community as well. Yeah. It just brings that bit of liveliness. It tells a story. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I think that's how we as pharmacists should also practice. I am a strong believer that we should promote, engage, and just ensure that our communities are coming along with us for the journey. Yeah, Whatever definitely. it is that we want to put in the pharmacy, they should be part and parcel of it. So definitely. I definitely Yeah, and that's what um, our team at Chemist's Count Center really want to um, make sure is that we make health a little bit more, I guess, normalized. It's not about, you know, doom and gloom as such. It could be about preventative. It could be about awareness. Um, it is normalizing it and that, you know, whatever health conditions you have, um, we're there to support you. And it's it's not just, you know, here's your prescriptions and that's it, but we're really there with you um, every step of the way. Yeah, very true. Very, very true. Um, that's what pharmacy is all about, I think, from beginning to end, from birth all the way through life to the very end. We're there for you throughout the various transitions that you may have in life. Now, our time is almost wrapping up. And as a tradition on this podcast, we ask two questions, if I may. One is from ChatGPT. Yeah. And another is from within PAG. 
So we asked a team member within PAD to ask you a question. So are you ready for your questions? Ms. Sure, go for it. Okay, so ChatGPT. I asked ChatGPT, what would you like to ask Feld today on the podcast? And came back with, could you share with us a pivotal moment or experience in your life that has shaped your perceptives as well and your journey in life? Just in life Um, in general. Doesn't have to be in the pharmacy line. Okay. Um, I think one of the most memorable things for me Although it sounds very, I guess, work-related, but it really has shaped me and my journey um, now, is when I took the plunge to decide that I wanted to do my MBA. It was a a big investment, both, I guess, emotionally and um, also, you know, I guess you've got to work your life around it, you know, because you've still got to study, you've got to work, and you've got to try to maintain a social life at the same time. And... It was a tough two years, to be honest. It was very, very tough. And um, yeah, I guess jumping into it, you know, it, it was a it was a big decision. And I think um, one that I would never forget and I will never regret because it was, I think it was a really good thing that I did. So, yeah. So you were doing the NBA part-time, working part-time as well, or were you? Yeah, so I'd did both. I worked part-time, I did my MBA part-time, and I tried to have a social life. Part-time. <laughs> part-time as well. There's a lot of parts there. <laughs> we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Um, so second question I have for you, and this came from Neve, who is in the marketing team in the PAG head office in Sydney, and she would like to know, what would your current occupation be if you had followed your childhood dreams? <laughs> well, okay, that's an interesting one. Uh, as weird as this may sound, um, I actually quite like drawing. Okay, so it's, it's completely different, obviously, to my occupation right now and completely different to my passion in data and everything. Yeah. But, um, I actually quite like drawing in terms of not just like normal drawing, um, architectural drawing, like 3D drawing. So I probably would have maybe went into architecture, maybe. Because I guess what, yeah, one of my fondest, one of my fondest memories when I was a child was uh, we went on holidays as a family and we have a big family with all my cousins and everyone. And we went to this particular hotel and I was just so taken with the hotel it was beautiful and I started drawing it and I sort of I drew it in I guess 3D you know for what a kid could do but I guess that's that's what our passion is like you know actually drawing things in 3D and seeing it sort of come to life so I may have been an architect maybe do you do it do you still do a little bit of drawing a bit of sketching or I guess sketching more for um what my gondola ends or end caps would look like in a pharmacy <laughs> or um, what the store's windows and tills would look like. I give that that's the extent of my sketchy drawing at the moment, Melody. And that's it. <laughs> oh, wow. What a shame. I'd love to see some of your drawings, actually. That would be nice. <laughs> um, so, but then I, I can understand that, actually, because you've got that analytical mind. So... You would see the numbers almost and the shapes and the 
rigid ends when you look at something. <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> if you had told me oh, landscape portraits, I would have been like, what? You've been holding out on us. <laughs> I'm like, you should have told me to sit down for you so you can draw me a portrait. So you can do a portrait. No, I'm definitely not good at that. <laughs> but I can draw you an end cap. An end cap. Okay, well, I have to keep that in mind. <laughs> well, thank you so much for giving us your time today. Um, thank you. I look forward to actually hearing of the amazing things that you're going to do with the Chemist Discount Center brand. And I look forward to actually seeing one of your stores as a finalist in the Pharmacy of the Year for 2024, right? We're looking at 2024, 2025. 24, hopefully. Fingers crossed. 24, 24. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We got you. We got you. But yeah, thank you so much for your time and thank you for your passion. To be thank very you honest, for me. thank you for your passion. Thanks for having me. No problems. At Platform Alliance Group, we believe that success is not just about individual accomplishments, but also about lifting each other up. Together, we can build a thriving and prosperous pharmacy industry that meets the needs of the patients and supports the Australian health system. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. And don't forget to share, like, and leave us a comment if you have found this episode of value or have any feedback. The podcast is promoted through social media, LinkedIn, YouTube, and major podcast platforms. And each episode can be found at the Pharmacy View webpage with links to the guest contact and business details. So once again, thank you for joining us today on the podcast and see you soon.